I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's Christmas! Jingle all the way. It's the Football Ramble, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Marcus, and I've got my three amigos with me. Jim. Merry Christmas. Pete. I'm 23 now, but will I live to see 24 the way things are going? I just don't know. No. Uh, Luke. All right. How are you, boys? Uh, Merry Fine, Christmas, thanks. and so on and so forth. Now, uh, lots of uh, football teams have been having their Christmas dues recently, and, and karaoke seems to be quite popular amongst some of the players. So, if you could persuade a footballer to sing a song uh, in a karaoke fashion, who would it be and which song would you choose, Jim? Well, um, a lot of footballers do take themselves very seriously, yes. as we know, and mm. the sort of self-image is important to them. Ah. Uh, one man who does take himself very, very seriously is John Terry, Oh, um, yeah. and I would like to see him forced to perform, I like big butts and I cannot <laughs> lie, because he would hate it. He would absolutely hate it. <laughs> unless, I would enjoy seeing that. Unless there was loads of girls around him, like two live crew. Maybe. Then he'd love it. Didn't but, he? But I don't think he'd like to have to do something so silly. I'd like to see him I think do. He it. takes himself too seriously for that. I'd like to see him do. Ra it's raining men for that reason. Yeah. Uh, no, I think he'd enjoy that because he'd be like, "Oh, look at me, look what I'm doing." Yeah. yeah. Isn't that I, insane. I, I would have yeah. thought maybe John Terry singing in front of Robin van Persie. Um, I fall to pieces. I get, <laughs> I get knocked down. Yeah. 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 Like, I, I don't get up again. Toddler. <laughs> 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 You're never gonna. Oh, you are. Yeah. <laughs> never mind. Okay. Uh, good. From Jim And uh, what have we got from Pete? <laughs> I'll level with you Marcus I didn't really think about it But I will say In the name of love By You two Ryan Giggs <laughs> uh, Well not No reason Yeah Just think it would be nice Coming out of his mouth Never heard him sing Would like to hear it though I think he might have a terrible voice mm. I, He's an feeling. excellent actor Let's he's not forget not, Well he is He's an excellent actor Compared to Wayne Rooney <laughs> yeah. Why in the name of love Because of the uh, No no his, absolutely no I literally just chose an actor At ram random And also yeah, a player at random So uh, apologies everyone But to be fair I'd never get the points At any point anyway So it's fine So you might as well not try yeah, It's, it's well like a try. protest choice It's a lesson to, <laughs> lesson to all you kids Listening out there It's a protest yeah. song so if something's hard, Christmas. don't try. You yeah. got them the other week. Uh, Luke. Well, we can't go through a footballing sort of karaoke chat without mentioning um, Chris Kamara's quite magnificent version of Round Our Girl, which is mm. doing the rounds on the internet. Right. Absolutely note perfect, it is. is You've got to check it out. Oh, it's, he does do it's singing. Yeah, it's does, excellent. Yeah. It's really good. Um, I've got a couple down here. I've got. Um, uh, well, uh, Learn from that, Pete. Taxman, Harry Redknapp. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but the one, the one I absolutely <laughs> ultimately would love to see in, in, in the current situation is um, Steve Keen yeah. be forced in front of the Blackburn squad <laughs> to do like a really David Brent style rendition of Heroes by David Bowie come on everyone yeah. we can be heroes <laughs> yeah. just for one day yeah. and everyone just looking at him like not joining yeah. in one at all one day's not going to be one enough day, yeah, the, <laughs> this is why we're going down yeah. Steve we're 40 points 
Shaq is up. Love Shaq. There you Bay. go. You're back Bay. in. Baby. <laughs> Love Shaq a baby. You're back in, you see. It's a bit of a uh, bit of disrespectful to a, a science engineer. <laughs> to an astrophysicist. He can have a sense of fun as well. He's allowed to have jukebox money as, mu- as much as everybody else, Luke, so. It's true. Well, that's very true. Uh, I would have Carlos Tevis singing Substitute by The Who. Oh, very good. And that, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen, is how you get the points. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, or believable. Yeah. Merry Christmas Merry Merry uh, Let's Christmas. move on to Grinch. the Premier League mm. Where uh, Manchester City beat Arsenal 1-0 Good game It was a good it game was. Yes And um, it's, it was nice to not come home from Manchester shaking um, yeah. <laughs> <sort of> Crying <laughs> um, Rocking in the corner as, as they did last time Arsenal uh, probably should have got Maybe something like I was. Yeah um, I think City, it was very tight We were there City just had the, We were actually yeah we, yeah we were at uh, the City of Manchester Stadium But yeah um, City just um, You know both sides had the same tactic City just did it a little bit better It was simple <laughs> as that you know, It was, it was a, very, a very good game wasn't it like, Sort of very flowing sort of. Uh, it was very flowing I thought it was nice to see Arsenal Going to a big team and okay, fair enough. They did it at Chelsea, but actually, this was the test, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. People thought, well, very much. Also, when they were on the back foot as well, it's heartening to see them really go for it and stuff. You know, you made a couple of very, very good saves. The one that you tipped over by, you saw very, very late, and you know, most keepers wouldn't have saved that. I don't think. Yeah, absolutely. And and uh, yeah, through a crowd of players, it Mm. was brilliant. So, Arsenal, I thought. It, it just was the, the, the cutting edge, as you say. It was slightly different. Okay, City might have had one or two, but Arsenal. Great movement, great passing. They, they, it, just, mm. it looked like, yeah, they, that's a team that could be right up there in the top four. Yeah, well, Walcott um, wasn't in the game much, which made a big difference to us because obviously he's the main sort of supply line to Robin van Persie. I think they, knowing that, they sort of worked hard to cut him out of the game and they did that perfectly. Um, and Jovino as well uh, didn't get sort of in behind as much as he normally does, mm. uh, which is a sh- shame because it's nice to see him just fluff chances from <laughs> practically on the on the goal line. But, um, <laughs> I had a very irritating Arsenal fan behind me in the pub. Yeah, sorry about that. Everything, <laughs> it was all effing C's and everything. Oh dear. Oh, to the point, but he was getting really wound up. I tweeted about this actually. I said, why, why would you watch football if you get so wound up? Yeah. But it was one point that actually nearly made me laugh where he was mo- he was absolutely slating all of Arsenal's players to the point of the, the camera then cut to a woman in the crowd, like a City fan, like biting her nails, you know, when Arsenal were coming, um, getting very close to scoring at the end. And he just went, oh, get off the screen, you effing slag. <laughs> <laughs> like it's her choice. I love, it, I love it when people get really angry, though. I remember um, I was in uh, Croatia and I was watching the, uh, the the Man United Arsenal and match when Arsenal got absolutely taken apart. And I yep. remember uh, <laughs> the fellow brought me goes, oh, De Gea's got terrible, terrible delivery and he pinpoint smashed the ball as hard as he could <laughs> straight to Wayne Rooney's foot yeah. almost in the opposition 18 yard box yeah. it yeah. was brilliant I love it when that happens <laughs> it was, it was um, interesting that City it was a big game for City for, for a few reasons partly because Arsenal were a good team but also because they, they, they had been knocked off the top of the table by United yep. earlier in the day lost to Chelsea and they had lost to Chelsea and, that, and <laughs> it was a real a real test of how they would react to that and I, mm. I to, be, to be fair I, I had a slight suspicion they might Struggle a little bit against Arsenal, and to be fair, uh, 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 in parts they did, mm. but they rode it well. They defended. Yeah. They did have some very good chances that if they'd have put away. Mm. Well, obviously, Bartoli, it would have I been thought Bartoli was excellent as well. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, very good indeed. Uh, Chelsea, 
uh, drew at Wigan. Wigan mm. dropping points against Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Wigan should have won that game. Well, they, yeah, I mean, Wigan have got seven points, is it, from the last three games? They would have. Nobody would have ever predicted that after they'd lost, you know, forty-five yeah. on the bounce. And they go for little flurries, though. Wigan. Yeah, they, they do. do. Yeah. They That's do how they stay in there. They, they get two, these little runs together. They have got two tough games coming up, I think. So. Mm. But Wigan playing with, play with that in mind. Much yeah. more confidence, Wigan. Mm. Sturridge has got to be. You know, going to the Euros, <laughs> he could be annoying is it, or a is, really it an, is it an early mention of the plane? Get him on that plane. <laughs> no, I agree with you. Yeah, no, I'm sure he's just. He could be one of those players it? that just comes out of uh, not nowhere, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. where his reputation gets massively enhanced, and he's there for always a letdown afterwards. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it seems to be you're allowed one tournament to get it right, and yeah. if you don't get it right, <laughs> I'm surprised Vish Boas took him off. But uh, it was nice to see a woman with a hat shaped like a turkey. I the, thought that was uh, Steve Bruce. I thought, I thought it was a man, wasn't it? Was it man? Yeah, it was yeah I couldn't quite see, to be honest with you. It's hard when you got a turkey on your head. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, the worry for Chelsea has to be Peter Check now. I mean, it's mm. not the first time. He, he, look, he looks um, fine uh, shot stopping and, and to a certain extent coming for crosses as well. But when he gets around the crowd of people, he tends to get a little bit nervous, yeah. even now. And I think it psychologically affected him, that injury. Do I ever tell no. you? I met his wife once. No, you didn't. No, a lovely woman. Look how lost he looked in between those players. He just he he, he was grabbing at the ball that wasn't even there. It a Premier brilliant. League keeper would have dived on that, smothered it, and killed yeah. it dead. You know, not not sort of flapped around flapped a little it bit. and just hoped, which mm. is basically what seemed to, like what his tactic was. But yeah, no, it's it's, it, it's kind of typical of the, the sort of this season's Chelsea that they'll get a get a big win against City, who are undefeated, and then. Um, then just drop points at Wigan. They should have killed that game off, shouldn't they? Absolutely. Well, yeah. the, you know, I mean, but like, like I say, Wigan could have won it. They had their chances. It was. Mm. It'll certainly be a merrier Christmas for Martinez and Wigan. Yeah, you just, you just wonder with Chelsea though. It's a similar. It's they're very similar to Ancelotti's Chelsea last season, where they just couldn't quite get going. They get they put a run together. We're like, all right, Chelsea are back now. They're to be feeding in, and then they just drop stupid points that you wouldn't expect them to do. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I was at Fulham versus Bolton. Oh yeah, good win for the Whites. Uh, Fulham. I just realised they're both playing white, but <laughs> yeah. uh, that's what the crowd were chanting <laughs> around me. Brian Ruiz mm. with a Carol Pabalski essay, my scooping lob, most flash goal of the season so far. And I say that in a, I mean that in a good way. Oh, in a glowing way, very much. Uh, Martin Yol was uh, very pleased with the. Uh, Ruiz yeah, um, he's a big affable Dutchman <laughs> he will be pleased but he was saying that he's beginning to show his class because yeah. he put it Ruiz was probably the second best player in Holland over the last three or four years behind Luis Suarez he's a skillful technical player you will enjoy his game yeah I, I think I think Ruiz looks uh, when strikers come from the Dutch league as we've said before on the show the, the, for every Ruud van Nistelrooy there's an Alfonso Alves mm. and Ruiz did actually say himself after the first few games he played for Fulham mm. uh, I feel fine I feel fit uh, I'm not getting hardly any time on the ball compared to what I'm used to yep, yep. so it's going to take me a while and now it, I mean that was such technical ability to, to that finish it was, yeah. it was excellent well he's glorious and, and the goal he scored against Everton as well I mean he's not an out and out striker of course he's more a kind of a winger attacking midfielder but mm. yeah he's, he's definitely a classy player and you can see that he's just taken a little uh, bit of time uh, fair enough um, uh, adapting to life in the Premier League because he as you say, you can tell he's not got the time on the ball like he would have done in Holland. It may be a little bit lightweight, doesn't like the challenge so much, but that's what, but that's what he's here to learn, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I would have The flip so. side of that is if you are a, a sort of forward attacking player in the Premier League at the moment and you find yourself struggling for time and space against Bolton Wanderers, <laughs> you might want to take a look at <laughs> yeah. yourself. Well he, well, he didn't, did he? That's no, exactly, that's absolutely. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Clint Dempsey was excellent again as well. He his ball to, to Ruiz, sort of made that goal. Really. I know obviously he still had a lot to do, but he had a lot of options. No, you're right. I think it's something like eight goals, is it, for Dempsey so far? Zamora, Zamora, really um, well. 
without sort of sounding like a name job, but when I interviewed Zamora, he would not stop talking about how amazing Dempsey is. Oh, yeah. How well he brings people mm. into play, yeah. how he lifts everyone else's game, how mm. they, they tick along a lot more effectively when Dempsey's playing. But what I want to say about Ruiz's goal was, it's, it's a great encouraging sign for Fulham fans seeing him do that, because what he did was he picked the ball up and he did exactly what a confident sort of striker yeah. would do. Ran across the he defender. Across the defender yeah. and he committed the goalkeeper and he didn't lose his head. And that's, yeah. a, that's a really encouraging sign for Fulham fans. And just slowing the ball down enough to be able to scoop that yeah. off Brilliant. your thigh effectively. Because mm. it was all one sort of flowing motion. Yeah. It's really. it's a, it was a good performance from Fulham. I know it's at home and Bolton are struggling, but Dembele's a player. And I, I think Fulham, the two players Fulham have who could play for a bigger club are Hangeland. But I've heard Hangeland is just quite happy there. You know, he's obviously on good money. You know, it's a nice it's rare here, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Right, really, you, you, you got, I'm just content. You yeah. know what I mean? But My you, family's settled there. It just seems that, like, every, it is, uh, yeah, everyone just expects to it, move. It's somewhere. a job. Do you know what yeah. I mean? How <laughs> many people do you know in other professions who just sort of go, I could sort of, you know, without, it's not a lack of ambition per se. It's maybe, I want to be a big fish in a, in a small mm. pond, you know. Well, but Dembele's the other one who, mm. who, who Fulham is a fantastic player. And he's got he dribbles. His end product needs to improve a little bit. But with 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 Ruiz, uh, Dempsey, and um, Dembele playing behind a striker, Johnson and Zamora, different dimensions. Yeah, Fulham are pretty good. I mean, they, yeah. they shouldn't be down as far as far down. Well, they I don't think be, they will be. You know, but they should be up there with the sort of the more the Stokes and the Aston Villas. You know. Yeah. Um, but Bolton's struggling, and, and of course Bolton have got yeah. uh, Blackburn uh, at the time of recording. We. Um, They'll so both lose that. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you now, Blackburn are going to come about 25th this season. Yeah. <laughs> they are so bad. Yeah. But um, I, I, I really feel like I, I'm, I could come out and say this. I think that Gary Cahill is tremendously overrated. Mm. Yeah, I mean, he was poor against Fulham, wasn't he? I mean, you, you were at the game, so I mean, did he look poor against them? Then? Yeah, he, he didn't look that good. Zat Knight's huge. Do you think it could yeah. be a case of yeah. absolutely enormous man? Yeah. Do you think it could be the case that Gary Cahill has had his head turned? Because he very nearly signed for Spurs, didn't he? And it might just be the case that he's, he's a little disillusioned. So. I think so. Because last season, especially when he was starting to come in the England side, I was all for it. I thought he was a good player, but this season it's been a very different story. Yeah. Very different story. Uh, Blackburn, we mentioned them conceding yet another goal at the end of the game. If the game games were 85 minutes long they would be so much better off <laughs> yeah. have, have you, have you, have you seen goal? their confusing protests because they had like a sort of a, they, they sort of like they had a pact so they wouldn't protest for the next couple of games just try and get behind Blackburn for <laughs> a couple of winnable games yeah they just couldn't do it <laughs> and then, both of them were wearing t-shirts that said well, 100% Blackburn 0% Keen Venkies it's like it's not a catchy slogan. No. Yeah. The thing is, if you've agreed to not do the protest, if I was Steve Keane, I'd be like, well, you're wearing the t shirt. Yeah. So, how can I trust you? Yeah. How can I trust that hoodie's not going to come off? <laughs> hey? the, oh, we said this before as well, Jim, uh, towards the beginning of the season. I remember distinctly saying, first four or five games of the season, we said, probably Blackburn is not only they, they look a bit low on quality, um, they look really unfit. Mm. They, they, and. and, and Given that they can keep see the late goals, it would it would definitely sort of play that out. They do seem mm. very unfit. The two West Brom goals were, were cracking strikes. Yeah. Morrison uh, with a beautiful volley. Yeah, it's classic heads and volleys goal. That it was <laughs> uh, English goal. <laughs> and Odin Wingy, yeah. a real smasher. He's no stranger to a good goal. Yeah, oh, Odin Wingy. He's another one that could get a move to a bigger club. You would think. Mm. Uh, with, again, without sort of disrespect to West Brom, but his stats are really, really good. He works really hard. Brings players in very well. He's very, very quick. Speaking of a player who could play at a much higher level, Big Grant Hall. I knew you could say it. <laughs> I knew you could. What a goal. Brilliant We goal. talk about the, cra- the, the crashing headers, but the lovely little sort of El Mandaris. Let, me, <laughs> let me be the first to officially say, get him on that plane. <laughs> <laughs> get 
you wonder? There could well if be Krupsky a growing clan can have an England career, to yeah. be fair. If, yeah. If, yeah, if David Beckham was still 29, yeah. they wouldn't get the, know. Get the crosses into the Listen, middle. I'm telling you now, they would not know what I'd hit him. Oh, yeah. Get him on the plane, but keep him under wraps. Yeah. Don't tell anyone. Pico. Not even the other squad members. Yeah. Gerald, yeah. Gerald yeah. Pico would never be able to deal with that. No. No. Hey, do you know what I mean? He's too long. He's hey. snapping me up. Yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's a unit, isn't he? But it was incredible footwork from him, really. It, like Bergkamp esque. It was. It's beautiful. It, it, it was, I mean, it was awful defending, that said, but I think because he was allowed to turn when yeah. he hasn't got that big a t- uh, uh. smaller turning circle because he is Grant Holt. But um, just the way it sort of trickled in into the far post was really, really nice because it was kind of like, uh, do it slow as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rather than just a really his, aggressive head. His, his goal scoring record is excellent. And yeah. because he's just, and, and <laughs> let me just say, because he's a bit of an unfashionable pl- type player, yeah. Yeah. like an old sort of battering round Even his striker. name sounds like that sort of thing, doesn't it? <laughs> it doesn't mean he should be ruled out. Oh, absolutely not. But no, you seriously but, suggest? But you would argue that any uh, manager worth his salt would say, "Listen, you look ridiculous. Get on the get a bit of cardio on your on your belt and stop <laughs> drinking so much stout." You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those things that uh, that is not the shape of a footballer anymore. It's how just one of those. Yeah. How gutted would the foe be if he went ahead of him? <laughs> yeah. yeah, But you know, like, like fairly recently, there was clamour for Kevin Davies to be given a proper shot. Emil Heskey sort of seemed sort of uh, back in fashion again when Capello was using him to hold the ball up. Grant Holt could do that sort of role. Oh yeah. come on! Well, I'm just saying. Well, yeah, Heskey and Davies have had a lot of Premier League. I think Jimbo's in my team. He's team Holt. <laughs> I want to be. Saying. All right, fine. I'm there. But, but, no, because <laughs> I'm just speculating. Yeah. That, you know, there's clearly Capello thinks there's room for that sort of thing in the squad he's, had an, eye on, there, he's had an eye on Andy Carroll to do the same thing but he's too drunk like this, <laughs> <laughs> well hang on a minute we're talking I'm about drunk don't say Grant Holt <laughs> 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 what's wrong with Zamora for that role well I'm, I don't have the same sort of mad passion for Zamora that you do but I'm not saying there's anything wrong f- with Zamora for that I'm just saying it could happen I'm he's not, not the I'm best not, season. Well, he's, he's English and he's, he's a footballer. Decision, I would argue, that, market, I would argue so. that Grant Holt's yeah. had a better season than uh, Zamora. Zamora too, yeah, absolutely. Oh, has Zamora done anything that good this season? Yeah, of course he has. Such as? <laughs> it, it, it gave he's interview Luke an interview. <laughs> England captain. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I he's a leader of men. I can't believe we never got over the, the, the finish line of 2011 and 2012 without mentioning the plane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't want to see that captain's armband. Be like Don't a, worry, you'll it'd be like a seal for a bloody washing machine. It'd be like an armband. <laughs> yeah. Like a swimming armband. <laughs> like a gastric band. No, I'm, I'm a big fan of Grant Hart. I think he deserves a lot more respect than he gets. Yeah. His goal record is excellent and he's matured later on than most players do. He spent a lot of his time in the lower leagues. He scored important goals in those And out east as well. Was well. well, he like China, Thailand he played for a little Has while? he really? Yeah, yeah, he played. He played I didn't know that. Million. How about that? Uh, before we uh, move on to the championship, we've got to mention uh, Lee Catamol and uh, Nicholas Bender <laughs> being arrested. Beat up some cars. On, yeah, on suspicion I think of Real life street fighter, yeah, maybe <laughs> bonus round. Or maybe they, just... they did some barrels. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they were just having a kick a about block of ice, just um. having a big kick about in the street. And you know, you know how old Catamol goes in. Yeah, he just misjudged it a bit, smashed up a car. I reckon that Nicholas Bentner would have kicked the wrong car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, good. Um, uh, Bender was really, really apologetic uh, afterwards. Catamolt, not a dicky bird. No, nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll apologise when the car apologises. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember it, so it didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> 
Now the car was going at speed. It just <laughs> took me leg out. It hit me at thirty, so I was okay. <laughs> but you should see the other guy. Sorry, ref. The car what? was just too quick for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go to the championship, where Southampton drop points again. This Ricky time. Lambert celebrate. This time away to Portsmouth, South Coast Derby. Big Lukey Moore. That was a dollar fucking match, mm. wasn't it? <laughs> Pete, let me before we all get on this. You apologise. Let me just apologise to the nation. <laughs> well, to the world. I don't know. If there's people listening around the world for, for that El, display. Yeah, El Clasico. For Ports was part in that display. Thirty-six mm. times that they've only met each other thirty-six times in competitive matches. I thought you were going to say why the, <laughs> the ball hit the ground thirty-six <laughs> times. <laughs> um, a terrible game. Oh. A player who, who I think does deserve at least a little bit of time in the Premier League is uh, is Ricky Lambert. He's scored. Yeah. He's got a decent goal record for everyone he's yeah, played yeah. for. Pretty much. Get him on that plane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's on a, that to the yeah. Premier League. Yeah. Yeah. He's. I, a, I'd take him over Sturridge. He yeah. he looks so confident. That bit where I think he tried to hit a volley and just kind of curl it yeah. um, top right. I thought that was going in for me, and I think you did as well, Luke. Yeah, the thing is that Southampton are a two-man team. They've got Lallana and Ricky Lambert, uh, really, and I think they'll they'll need to strengthen if they want to push for promotion long term. Pompier, I the movement was good. Pompey are a no-man team. <laughs> so that's it. Usually a two-man team beats a no-man team every time. It was a local lad <laughs> got the equaliser, wasn't it? Joe Ward. Yeah, he's, he's he's grown up supporting Portsmouth, and he's come through the ranks there. Not many players come through the academy at Portsmouth because mm. it doesn't really exist. <laughs> So, um, but what it's I want, just a pub. Slightly disappointing <laughs> for, for, from my point of view as a Portsmouth fan is that we set up a, quite negatively. And, and I know Southampton are a good team, but their away record isn't all that. And I think if we could have played a little bit more f- on the ground. So isolated up front as well. It was, no, uh, I, I, it was a horrible game, Pete. Yeah, it was. The problem I had was I, as a warm up. I've never I'd seen watched, you so. You've. Even I'd for wa- personal stuff, you've never been so apologetic. I'd watched Santos Barcelona beforehand. Yeah, well, that didn't help. Yeah. <laughs> That's the last one I should have done. Yeah, I was watching. I was watching a stream of it on the on, on the internet, and then uh, halfway through, realised I was watching it on the BBC, and I was like, "Oh, it's on the telly." I <laughs> yeah, in XD as well. <laughs> watching Santos Barcelona and then watching Portsmouth versus Southampton mistakes was like watching I mean, Jurassic Park and then going to watch the Fast and the Furious Five afterwards. <laughs> I, I mean, feel free to listen to Football Weekly after us. Yeah. Yeah. But Middlesbrough, they're only three points off the top now. Brilliant win uh, away to Cardiff 3 Cardiff, 2. Cardiff mm. had a stormwall penalty. Oh my point. goodness, that was outrageous! How is that not given? Because <laughs> like, Kenny Miller was involved. <laughs> what happened? No, the ref just didn't like his face. No, was it, For people who haven't seen it, what happened? Kenny Miller was there. <laughs> oh, I see he was on the pitch. He was yeah, in yeah. the box. Well, oh, I forget who it was. I think the referee. So knocked about the, past the keeper. And yeah. Then the keeper just took him out. I mean, like, I think he, he knocked it out of play, hadn't he? But that shouldn't matter. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, it was a shocking decision, but brilliant um, result for Middlesbrough. Yeah. They're only three points but off. At Cardiff as well. So the, next the, was the top spot. Yeah. See, and Kenny Miller got an assist with a back heel. He did, yeah. <sighs> Annoyed me. I don't, I don't <laughs> understand why you hate him. I don't. Uh, <laughs> but here we are. Well, we can. He did it we twice. can't carry on this conversation, yeah. can't we? Um, Leeds nil, Reading one. A delightful one from Simon Church. A, a lob. good player, Simon. Yeah. Proper lob, exactly. Oh. And Reading just about to start their surge. This is what they do with Heston mm. in charge. Yeah, big is that, Heston. Is, is that the first time they've ever won at Ellen Road? I believe. Is that right? I think so. Yeah. They won't have played there that much. Yeah, so. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. That's that's true. <laughs> yeah. And uh, West Ham uh, beat Barnsley one 0 Only one point off yeah. Southampton. They Papa, needed that win. Papa Booba Diop with his first goal in English football for about six years yeah he never scored one for Portsmouth I know that. Kevin Nolan was booed when he got man of the match 
really? by West Ham fans. Nice. They, were, they were winning. It's like, strange. <laughs> Very strange. They, they do it was, apparently it was all about uh, like that Danny Potts lad who uh, right back who went through leukemia and he's the son of a, a bit of a legend at the club but right. he didn't get the man of the match. But ah. boo your own place for winning a man of the match award. It's not Kevin Owens' fault really, is it? <laughs> no, not he's not really. chosen yeah. to award himself that. <laughs> you've, you've been to West Ham. Never have I seen home fans. <laughs> Someone dejected Absolutely murder their own players. Ringer. Oh yeah, they love it. They, they're in a, incredible down there. Yeah, to um, be fair, I, I, I hate to bring in Newcastle at this juncture, but uh, they, a lot true. of fans booed at the end of the uh, at the end of the Swansea, match, game. Swansea game, which I thought was absolutely bizarre because yeah. we bought mm. that. You game hate keeping clean sheets up there. <laughs> but what's happened is Newcastle have started up off so well they've made a rob of their own back. They've, they've had a yeah, couple yeah. of dodgy results now. Swansea's away record is terrible. I don't really understand the booing of, of teams anyway. But I, I, mean, I don't think there's any excuse to. It wasn't a bad performance, you know. Another day you'd have won two 0 First half we were absolutely incredible bars. Basically, kick off. Beautiful. But we must talk about the Champions League second round draw. Mm. Where uh, Arsenal can expect a visit from Zlatan and uh, and the boys and Zlatan and yeah. Zlatan. Um, yeah. I like Zlatan to score, and then he goes over to Wenger and go, "That was my trial. Yeah. That was my trial. <laughs> you wanted one. I passed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm actually I'm really happy we've got Milan uh, because you have to have a sort of it's the hardest team we could have got, but you have to have those tests, and we will need that sort of test sort of coming up in the season because this Arsenal team needs to be constantly motivated. We've got. A, a really really tough season ahead to finish in the, in, in the top four the hardest we've faced yet really I think and um, I, I, I just really think that's a good thing if they can pass that the confidence will be huge and traditionally we do really well against Italian against sides we've beaten Milan before Alastair Campbell is that you? <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> one way of looking at it yeah. Jim the other way is I, I could have got a much easier team you yeah, want well, to build your course, way up to it of course well but, no, we're going to have to play a team like that at some point that's who you've got yeah, <laughs> well, you've had Barca in the last couple of seasons. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and like I say, I, I, I'm oddly confident. I mean, I might be yeah, setting myself up so. for a massive fall, but we we have so. we do traditionally do very well against Italian sides because I think our style does suit the European game, and it's just it's just played at a pace a lot of them aren't really used to. So we do have an advantage. You sound like Tony at a lot of teams. Um, uh, Napoli will be playing Chelsea. Yeah, I got. I got forward to that. Yeah, yeah that'd I be brilliant. I've got a feeling Napoli might win. that I think so. Do you think that? I, I, I do. I do. I've got a little. Uh Little feeling there, little twinge, <laughs> little. Twinge. <laughs> I mean, with, with no, again, no disrespect to Chelsea, I'd quite like to see Napoli progress because I think they're going to be just really interesting to watch in Europe. Like Cavani and and uh, Lavezzi up front. That's, that's just see Lavezzi the other was it last on the weekend where he was running and his boot came off. He was just running that fast that he just he kept on going. <laughs> he melted, he it off, <laughs> threw it, the ball scored with it. Well, that, I mean, traditionally, Ooh, good, would that count? Yeah, would it? Was it? Ask the ref, Jesus. Oh, <laughs> go on, hey, carry on. Luke. Traditionally, uh, San Paolo is a really difficult place for teams to win. Not not many European teams win there at all. Mm. And uh, they play this such devastating, quick attacking, sort of counter attacking game. I genuinely think Chelsea, I know it's a little bit of a cliche now, but Chelsea aren't that pacey. Mm. I think they could get caught really badly away from home. Mm. It depends what they do in the, in the home leg, I think. At yeah, Stanford they're going to be very strong at Stamford Bridge, you would think. But, you know, Villasparo is relatively inexperienced. Napoli got a draw at. Uh, City and Manchester Stadium True Don't forget yeah, the Etihad So I think they got I got a chance A real good chance I think to go that front two Belong on that stage I, I, Yeah and I, yeah, th- I actually think Napoli could go Quite a long way In the, in well, the Champions League Well that was what I was going to ask you I mean, Which teams can realistically Win the, the Champions League Obviously you've got Real Madrid, Barcelona, Bayern Munich Are probably the mm. Three biggest Even Bayern are dark horses In there well, uh, yeah. how well they're doing in Germany But I mean Inter are tr- One of the traditional Big sides But, but yeah, I wouldn't but see Inter not. winning I, I, I see Napoli Going further than Inter Yeah 
you've got lots of sort of Benfica, Leon, Marseille, Zenit, CSK. It's a very unusual draw, isn't it? Um, yeah. Because well, United aren't there. Yeah, exactly. You, you, ex- you would have expected City to go through. Um, I'm sorry, but I want to see Real Barça. What <laughs> 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 final? Yeah, Real Barça final. Right. Yeah, done right. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I think they should just play each other every week. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> for they are delectation. For a time, they did. Yeah. <laughs> but the, uh, the, depressingly, they are the obvious two frontrunners for it because they're just they're just so much so far ahead of everyone else. I would like to see a, a Napoli or a, or a Leon or somebody win it. Yeah. So, so Marcus, you said last week, uh, oh, I God. think I'm right in saying that you it's think Real Madrid will win the Champions League. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. What, what's, what's the sort of re- I'm not I'm not doubting it. I'm just what's the sort of reasoning behind that? I think I think because. Uh, Mourinho's good at knockout football. Yeah. Well, he's good at football managing <laughs> yeah. anyway. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And uh, I, I just think that th- you know, with with the, with the Spanish Cup last season when he got the better of Barcelona, I, I, and I, I think they were very close in the Champions League when they played Barcelona last time. And I think the Pepe sending off was very crucial. And they may never have to play Barcelona. Well, they may never have to play him. Yeah, that's it. We're, we're talking. About, I think Real Madrid are stronger than all the other teams. And I, I just I suppose it's more of a sneaky feeling. The reason I'm asking is because I've I think on one level that Real Madrid are actually better than Barcelona. I just think they've got a real issue against playing against them. Mm. Uh, we're playing mm. against them, and I, mean, I know we'll come talking about La Liga in a minute. I expect, but I, I was just thinking earlier that, that Real Madrid could win La Liga this season, yeah. having lost to Barcelona twice, because mm. Real Madrid seems to just completely destroy every other team. Well, they're doing what Mourinho did with Chelsea, where they're just getting comfortable four 0 wins yeah. against decent teams. Well, they destroyed Sevilla. Yeah, I yeah. know. Yeah. yeah, so they may never have to play Barca, and you'd fancy them against. I mean, Bayern Munich. At their full strength, we didn't see the best of Bayern Munich against City the last time no. they played in the Champions League because they rested a lot of players. But Bayern Munich at full strength for a devastating proposition, yeah. we know that. But that aside, there's not really anyone that could trouble Real Madrid, mm. is there? So they've got. An, I think you're right, and they've got an excellent chance. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, before we move on to the uh, other European leagues, we've got to talk about the Europa League, Europe's yes. premier competition. We'll start talking about it now because uh, Man United, <laughs> United uh, have drawn Ajax and uh, Sir Alex Ferguson. He's changed his tune all of a sudden. He said he's actually looking forward to it. Um, he's, and uh, apparently Ferguson's United have never played a competitive match against Ajax. Well, he just fancies that one, does he? Yeah, yeah I think so. <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do that one, then we'll pull out. <laughs> yeah, uh, I can't. Right, we'll go to the World Cup Cup. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're back into the Champions League. Well, if FC's, um, if uh, Switzerland don't sort their themselves out according to FIFA, yeah, they'll be back in. That would be horrible to see United reinstated. I think instead it of Basel, be, it would be quite sexy and funny. Sexy. A interesting thing to happen. Well, you know. <laughs> okay. Well, 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 they shouldn't field illegal players, should they? Depending on how you get your kicks, I suppose. Uh, Frank De Boer, manager of Isaacs, when he was speaking about the draw and the prospect of going to Old Trafford, I quite like this. Um, he, he just totally spun it around. He said, I think I played in a friendly match against Manchester United when Peter Schmeichel was still the goalkeeper. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I scored a free kick in that match. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to play, Frank. That's, his, that's his team talk. <laughs> <laughs> Get a free kick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Brian Marwood was 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 kicking off, saying that. Um, oh, well, it's funny how we got the hardest Champions League group at Man City, and now we're playing Porto. Yeah. Well, it's a draw. <laughs> yeah. Just, you could have you picked. You could have had anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Don't fall out the Champions League. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. We, we had an email about this subject actually. Oh, did we? Uh, oh. Yeah. It's, it's from a guy called John Hissett. Oh, hello, John. Uh, Fergie actually talked up the Europa League in his press conference and said United wanted to win it, so you piss off, Pete, and go do a voiceover for ITV2. Oh, oh burn! Oh. John Hissett fit. I'll have, yeah. I'll have you know I've got a week off, so... Yeah. <laughs> John so. Hissett. Yeah. 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 John Zinger Towerberg, old Pete Dawson's face. <laughs> so yeah. he doesn't come round, then it'd be John Visit. <laughs> 
I'm going to move on to it. Yeah, yeah, uh, Stoke City, they've been drawn against Valencia. Finally, we're going to find out. I'm a big Spanish and I can do it on a cold Thursday night at Stoke. Yeah. <laughs> I think that Valencia will win that. <laughs> 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 do you know what? If Stoke squeezed through, I'm going to be gutted. Yeah. Nice football. T- towelling shirt. <laughs> you imagine someone saying to Roberto Soldado, do you reckon you can score at Stoke? I've scored loads of goals this season. <laughs> I have not stopped scoring this yeah. season. <laughs> and then he just gets blown out of the stadium the moment they walk on. Yeah. <laughs> it's the windiest place on earth. <laughs> um, right, we've got to mention the, uh, the World Club Cup because mm. Barcelona did play Santos in the final and they won 4-0. Pep Guardiola said, my players were like artists. Whatever they envisaged in their minds, they put it into practice. Uh, uh, that was, for me... One of the most incredible games of the season. I, I, Some fun goals in there, wasn't yeah. there? Certainly the first one was Xavi sort of taking it on his almost at his chest height. I came out of the, watching the game just completely confused because I, I, I read a bit around it beforehand. I don't see as much Brazilian football as, as I'd like to, but I knew that Santos um, had trailed off badly in their domestic season. They'd, it's a big deal, the World Club Cup, isn't it, for, mm. for, for South American teams. They everything been gearing up to this. They qualify for the final. Mm. They play against Barcelona. And I came away from watching that game not really knowing anything about what they're like. Because yeah. they didn't see, they didn't see any the of the ball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, Neymar, like uh, Romano sort of gave it the big thing about, the, about Neymar at the start, yeah. going, oh, he's, uh, he's going to be better than Messi. He's it's like, he's 19. Yeah. And he's playing in the World Club Cup. It's yeah. just kind of like just let him, just let him be. There's already yeah. so much pressure on him. Yeah. Ne- Neymar so looked like worse. the most depressed Japanese pop star. Ever. <laughs> yeah, he does <laughs> look a bit like a he's Japanese. He's got pop that star. hair, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was incredible in the semi-final though. Well, he wasn't playing Barcelona. He's a, he's a, <laughs> he got yeah. the ball for a bit. That's why <laughs> yeah, he's a great player, and we all know that he's going to come to Europe at some point. He's going to do brilliant things. Same, same with Ganso probably as well. But the bottom line is. No one can do anything against Barcelona without the ball. Mm. Santos, it wasn't even the case of, oh, Santos got loads of the ball and they just wasted it. They didn't get any of the ball. I haven't seen the stats, but I'd be surprised if they had more than 25% possession. I would be too. (laughs) Messi's goals were ones for that inevitable YouTube compilation it's when last he retires good, isn't it? Yeah. a pair of them were just did you, did you see it was in uh, Yokohama wasn't it in Japan it was in Japan um, did you see the, the sort of post-match interview no like, it was Japan Japanese media they set up this thing on the side of the pitch and there was a, a few Japanese um, presenters what looked like a couple of pundits a female presenter some other people milling about it was a really chaotic sort of makeshift studio yeah. and you think what's happening here what's going on uh, obviously you can't understand what they're saying from the back Messi walks in still in his kit and everything straight off the game with a massive gold key around his neck saying wow. Toyota on it <laughs> oh, that's, that's the man of the match uh, right, and then, I think that's the right. man of the match you get a giant car and they, <laughs> they interview him and ask him so a couple of questions and his translator he says it in Spanish his translator uh, starts Translating the answer back because the answer's delayed, Messi just walks off. <laughs> he still I'm translated done. it. I'm yeah, I'll see you later. <laughs> it was the most bizarre post match press conference I've ever seen, and I've seen Brian Swanson. Yeah. <laughs> the, key, the key's class, though. Oh, brilliant, yeah. It was obviously um, a big win for Barcelona. You can tell they do kind of take that seriously because they want to win as much as they can. I think that's 15 trophies for Guardiola now. Isn't oh, they, it? they love it. But came at a cost, didn't it? it was yeah, David Villa. Villa. Yeah, no, it did indeed. It did Snapping indeed. your shin bone. That's oh. it. <laughs> it hurts to think about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I, Hope is a speedy recovery. Yeah. He he's probably going to miss the Euros. I mean, it's such a shame. Six months. The, um, shame the, the apparently the posted return date for Villa at the moment, as it stands, gets him back three days before their first group game. It's not going to happen. I mean, who do you think is going to step in? I think Soldado. Soldado's got to be. He's got to be Soldado. He's just he's just come on so well. Yeah. Torres. 
Well, I, yeah. He won't, will he? No, I, I, know just, he I just cannot see how he's going to start. What, Llorente? He needs done. to be playing games for his, uh, his yeah. club. Well, Grant <laughs> Holt, he's not playing for England yet. <laughs> the <laughs> most soul-destroying thing for, uh, for, for Torres would be, uh, it's a little bit hypothetical, but Drogba's going to be off to the chance yeah. of the African nations. Yeah. But it looks like now that um, Chelsea are going to sign a striker. Mm. Yeah. They're talking about signing a striker. Or they're going to maybe put, the, I don't know if they're going to put Lukaku in or what. Is Torres actually going to get time? Well, it's, it's, I think Sturridge he, I will think probably get the starting berth. We could just go over Sturridge in the middle. But he started out wider, hasn't he, Sturridge? And he's been effective there. But Sturridge always wants to play down the middle. Exactly. The one thing I will say for Torres is, and um, he's not been great. He's underwhelmed. I think he's obviously got one league. I think three in. That, that's three in all competitions, yeah, right? No, I think it's three league goals. Right. Okay. We can all agree he's been underwhelming, but I do agree with one pundit. I forget who it was who said. These days, because of all the different competitions, because of the intensity of the football, especially in in, in England, you don't get games. You, Torres, yeah. what Torres would need in an ideal world is seven or eight games in a row, yeah. yeah, to get his fitness back. If he is still the same player we think he is, but that's effectively career suicide for Vieira because he doesn't win every game. Mm, yeah. He gets or well, he doesn't do well. He gets bombed out. So what's he going to do? Loan him out. Yeah, Portsmouth. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> I think obviously January. If they don't sign a striker, is is his Torres's chance to go right? Come on, I'm going to the Euros. I'm going to. I'm the main man at this club. Here we are. Yeah. It just looks unhappy. Yeah, mm. I mean he's obviously unhappy. Well, could he go back to Spain though? Just wonder who'd who'd afford him. He's not going to get to go to the top two. Malaga, Malaga, Malaga. Yeah, actually, that's probably a good shout. Valencia beat them two 0 on the weekend. Yeah. Lost Che only uh, seven points off the top four behind Barca. So, so they're just going, they're going along quietly, nicely, doing, mm. doing well. It's such a shame they lost that game against Real Betis mm. the, the previous week. Yes. Well, like we said, I want them up there. Yeah. Soldado's got, as we said earlier, I think he's got twenty nine league goals in forty starts now. There's, unstoppable. there's still something like 350 million euros in debt as well and they've <laughs> yeah. still got half an unfinished stadium that they don't yeah. know what to do with I like the guy who plays up top as well Jonas Brazilian mm. fellow he looks good, good, good value they as well must have a hell of a scouting network because they always manage to compete despite the sort of dire straits they're in or compete as much as you can in Spain well, the only reason they sold um, David Villa was because of the sort of financial issues wasn't it well, yeah, Villa well, Villa, Silva yeah. Silva as well yeah I forgot God, you think, think Albiol yeah they've had so many good players there Imar back in the day. Do you think they can break the top <laughs> two? John Carew, hey, Do you think they can break the top two? Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. I'd, 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 we'd love to see it. Of course we would. But well, I was saying like Madrid. Is, yeah. <laughs> well, they did it under probably. Benitez, didn't they? Yeah, but, but the, they weren't. Uh, but Real Madrid and Barcelona, I think, are that good this season. Yeah. Mm. Well, they're yeah. setting. The, they're setting the standard of the sport. Yeah. No, they are absolutely. Yeah, they're by far the yeah. two best teams in, in the world. I think. Yeah. 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 What about Villarreal? Lost to Osasuna, who are going well in, in fifth, um, but. That's a team who was recently in the Champions League. The seventeenth, only a, I think a point off relegation. Yeah, just having an absolute mare, weren't they? Not enjoying. Well, it. we talked about the players they've got missing, the, the trouble they've had. I mean, they, they were abject in the Champions League as well. They're abject against Osasuna as well. They just couldn't put anything together. It was oh. Dominated by Ross is going to move, isn't he? You think so? He's got an injury, though, hasn't he? He's got a bad one as well, actually. Mm. So oh, maybe okay, not. Yeah. It depends. How, it's going to depend how they do. If they can pick their season up, then maybe. I mean, to be fair, you say Osasuna are fifth. They are. There's only a couple of points, two or three points, I think, separating fifth and about ninth or tenth. But they're a funny one. They obviously got hammered eight nil. They lost seven one to Real Madrid. But since then, they've been undefeated. Which shows you they're fifth. And they got yeah. murdered like that. Their goal it's difference just, is about minus seven. The, <laughs> they're still fifth. <laughs> it's, it's just that's going to cut at the end of the season. <laughs> yeah. Even the, the SPL is not stacked that heavily against the rest <laughs> of the teams. They're a spot off the Champions League. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you put it like that. Uh, right then, let's go to the Bundesliga, uh, which is now on its winter break. 
Uh, Bayern four points clear at the top. They beat Cologne three nil. Frank Ribery sent off after thirty three minutes, so it didn't seem to bother Bayern that much as they. Uh, they're put, so dominant. Put aren't three they, past. I know they didn't win the league last season, but they are dominant. You see, their Belgian centre back Daniel uh, Van Boyten. Uh, he's somewhat of a free kick specialist. He burst the ball when striking it. Uh, <laughs> a free kick against. It's fantastic. You don't see that enough. No, this well, doesn't happen anymore, does it? Really, it used to happen a, a fair whack. Is it is a little question. What it, football needs is more shoddily made balls. Yeah. Well, I was thinking. Though, Jimbo, what happens if he did that and it burst in midair but still winning? No, no, no as soon as the ball bursts, bang, it's so over. Yeah, right. okay. So it, it, it wouldn't Is that right? Yes. Ah. Yes, indeed. It, this is like it. you are the ref. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Except now we know something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we haven't got that confirmed yet. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to go off, have a bit of dinner, have a little blow on my whistle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> great, great, great. Uh, yeah. Uh, Dortmund and Schalke, three points behind uh, Bayern. München and Gladbach, four points off Bayern. I, brought Bayern for the league. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're the so dominant. Gomez is going as well. I think he's got sixteen. But I think you, in the league as well. Was it you, Jimbo? Who's saying he actually misses quite a lot of chances, though. <laughs> I don't think it was me. Someone, someone was saying to me, "Oh, he's a bit of an Andy I Cole." Think that Gomez. I, th- I think yeah. it might have been yeah, a thread th- on our forum. Okay, right. that. But yeah, he just his positioning is absolutely fantastic. He's just Gomez is one of those players. I, I th- he's got a reputation as being a bit lucky almost because he just always seems to be in the right place yeah. at the right time. But that's all down to him. Ain't luck, is it? No, absolutely not. Yeah, I think he's a, he's a he's a goal scorer. He's a, you know likes to tap in all that kind of stuff. And, and nowadays that's not so common, especially with the big team. Ask career so frontman. Marcus Speller if it's luck or not <laughs> <laughs> the more you practice the luckier uh, you get Jim boy Ali McCoy's taught me how to get lucky <laughs> yeah. on the field yeah. on the field yeah. uh, because your sex life is horrendous <laughs> <laughs> Ali's not in the room anymore <laughs> now uh, oh have you seen Marseille's uh, Andre Ayew uh, won BBC African Footballer of the Year the Ghanaian lad uh, father is Abidi Pele can't argue with that, can you? So mm-hmm. there might, pr- well, there probably is a fix involved then. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be no, honest. It's BBC. It says here, Andre, you've got 104% of the vote. <laughs> a beanie pair in the background just smoking the cigar. <laughs> yes, well, one of it. I'm very proud of you, sir. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you've exceeded all expectations. Don't call me Pele by 4%. For yeah. um, Speaking of Pele, actually, he didn't come on for Santos, did he? No. That was disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so they were 4-0 down, Jim. No, but, I mean, they were, he was going to play against the Japanese side, wasn't he? Bloody hell, I forgot. Yeah. I thought that. I thought what they were going to do. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he did play against Barca. That's why there's so much space. But I thought he played in the centre of the park. <laughs> I thought what they were going to do was bring him on towards the end of the final if they were winning it. Oh right, that, that was the plan, wasn't it? I thought the plan was that they would. It, he it, wasn't there. He wasn't injured. He wasn't there. Was he? Was he there? I don't know. Brilliant. If they were winning, I mean, chances are they'd only be winning by like one nil. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, exactly. you know, you've got to, you'd be like, well, do we want to throw this away for the sake of an old man? Yeah. Probably won't remember how, it tomorrow. How, how, how cool it would be if he was the last sub and it was the last minute. We're one nil up. Just stick him on. Bars yeah. are equalised. Oh, it's extra time. Take a penalty. And then he just gets a hat trick. <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine the Santos manager uh, sort of going uh, and the press saying to him, well, you can't beat Barcelona tactically they're perfect there's nothing you can do has anyone tried a 70 year old man though <laughs> <laughs> what's this yeah. this guy used to be Pele <laughs> yeah, yeah. Romeo you can't do that he always scores he always scores <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Um, but yes, uh, AU is the uh, African Footballer of the Year. You and, are. Uh, yeah, Abidia Pelé's father won the uh, inaugural award and played for Marseille too. Mm. So no. uh, Very nice. There you History go. repeats it. Indeed now. it does. Let's hope it doesn't. In Romania, that's where we're going. And there's a fight brewing. Oh God. And it involves the uh, seldom boring one, Gigi Bacali. Uh, he's accused uh, Cluj owner. 
Arped Pascani of dodgy dealings, shall we say, and Pascani has responded with a challenge. Uh, he began saying about Bacali, he's a total coward, he behi- hides behind a microphone, let's, let's solve this like men in a ring with fists and feet, no rules. The ratings would be immense, I would take Bacali, we'd see what a man he is. Bacali, always one to respond. <laughs> uh, From behind a microphone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he's up the ante, I feel, see what you think. He's, <laughs> you, want, you want in the ring? Let's get in the ring, bitch. I'll break your arms and legs. legs. Let's take guns, too. Let us shoot with guns. That's actual Rose-esque. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where's the gun talk coming in? Yeah. Somebody, for some reason, asked the uh, the clues, uh, Captain Ricardo Cadu, um, what do you think? And he just went, I don't want to get involved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a reasonable uh, response. Uh, yeah, Bacali in a fight. Would we like to see that? I don't know. Is he quite old? Something quite no, undignified no, about old that. people. Like Late there. 40s. Oh, is he? He's not that old. Hmm. Oh, God, there's decades of this to go. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to run and run. Yeah, indeed. Now we're off to China, uh, where Nicholas Anelka uh, will be joining Shanghai Shenhua soon on a deal which is reportedly uh, going to earn the Frenchman nearly £200,000 a week. This was, of course, last week he signed. Is that more than Eto? Be up there, wouldn't it? He's up there. Yeah. Ooh, I forget what it is. Yeah, it's, he's certainly um, challenging uh, for such a salary. Uh, Jean Tigana has signed a one-year contract to coach the uh, Shanghai side in the Chinese Super League and has stated that it's not about the money. <laughs> it's not about the money. No. Did they, did, they didn't used to get on, did they? I thought, well, I, I know it's Nicholas Anelka is involved. But <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and a man. <laughs> Tigana got full and promoted, didn't he? Yeah. He got he him into the UEFA Cup as well, I think. Is that right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. He, yeah, he certainly was um, important in the... Uh, pushes to the Premier League. Uh, see how he gets on. Yeah, mm. well, he won't because we don't watch any Chinese football, so we won't see how he gets on. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't know where to find it. What do you think no. of an Elka going there? He's thirty-two. No, so it's it's clearly, it's for the money. Yeah, for, for both of them. But I, I think I think an Elka's got something to offer for surely another Premier League team. You know, yeah. you think he could have could have stayed around here or just kind of any of the top leagues in Europe he's still, still got he's, it um, maybe he just wants one last payday I think you know even he is aloof he's played <laughs> yeah, for every yeah. Premier League team that's, you know, that's, that's true, true. <laughs> MLS that would that's far too happy yeah exactly yeah. far yes. too happy far, far <laughs> they wouldn't too understand positive. why he's like just mopping around <laughs> <laughs> come on Nicky yeah. <laughs> stop telling me what kind of day to have <laughs> to be fair to Anelka he, he sort of started getting that reputation as Le Salk sort of in quotes at Real Madrid and, and that, mm. but it, some of the things that he's has been said since of how badly he was treated and how like he didn't right? speak the language I think it was, was more at Arsenal because he, he did throw a massive strop about wanting to leave didn't he but yeah. he, even, he was a very young man then and there was no, apparently when he went to Real Madrid there was no one there to help him settle in he didn't speak the language or wouldn't speak it very well no there was no accommodations made for his faith which apparently he takes very seriously lots of stuff happened which oh, right. made it a really un- unfortunate time there and, and actually Sam Allardyce of all people said when he was at Bolton he said you know I, I was expecting s- certain things from Anelka when I signed him but to be honest he, he was absolutely perfect with me mm. from, from day one he was in no trouble at all yeah. and he's just he's especially as a young man he was a uh, uh, this is all stuff I've read I've obviously not met him but it's, he he was quite a quiet introverted character he wasn't that confident talking to people mm. meeting new people and I think little things like when he went to Real Madrid he wasn't given a locker or anything like that mm. they, they, they just mucked it up basically and it mm. really set him on the back foot so I think he has got somewhat of a, a sort of unfair reputation and Jim as you rightly say it comes from when he was a very young man because he broke on the scene very young didn't he 17 he's a lot older now he's 32 I'm sure, mm. he's, I'm sure he's fine but you could, you could go somewhere else I mean, let's be forget he won the Champions League at Real Madrid yeah. he did well though. he's a very very good footballer Oh, yeah, and he still is a very good he's footballer and I think that's why that's disappointing to be fair I mean Tigana's quite a decent manager you know he's gone from mm. the French League straight yeah. to bloody China it's, 
yeah. bit weird mm. another thing about Anelka he's, he's a very fit footballer and that's why I yeah. think he, he's a sort of player even though he is 32 he could play a lot of games for, for a team in the top league and do well yeah. there but oh in China he'd tear it up exactly yeah but I think the thing is that it's easy for us to miss you know even just because you are a rich footballer it is a short career your priority is your family you would mm. think I could make so much money out there because yeah. there's no guarantees of what you're going to do afterwards you know mm. your money will start to dwindle so you know you'll have a brilliant time people enough. would enjoy watching you and you'll make more money than you could ever use in your whole lifetime so I mean what <laughs> yeah. is it's a bit of a no brainer if we're thinking it in, in those terms people are very on that level people are very judgmental I mean he's getting $300,000 a week for two years I mean, you've got to be a pretty strong person to you turn that thing about that, that. Yeah, you mm. turn that down. And he he's won a lot, as you say. He's, he, he's done everything, isn't he? Well, he's won leagues, he's won the Champions League. He's, mm. he, you know, he's done well. It's like when the ITV2 voiceover people come knocking for Pete. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, it's not week off. Who am I to turn this down? Putting wads through the uh, letterbox. Yeah. <laughs> get, get lost. Just, just say I'm a celebrity here. Just say <laughs> oh. it. I've got the mic on. Peter Andre here to help. ITV2. <laughs> now it's time for going for gold. Going for going for gold. <laughs> Gold. It's going for gold, people. Whee. Whee. I can feel the pressure already. <laughs> of the gladiators, Luke is the uh, leader at the moment. She, he's kind of storming it, isn't Eight, he, five, really? Four, two, eight, was it nine? Pete's catching me. I started off very... <laughs> I got like four in a row. Yeah, I started off very slowly and then I've really kicked on. I got found out when you kicked on. Gary Mabbott was a body blow to you two. <laughs> Absolute body blow. I was delighted with that. It meant think, so much more than just a win. I think this week, when we first uh, decided to do this particular feature, um, this is the player I always wanted to start with, but I, for some reason I completely forgot about him. <laughs> right. And I have only just... Stop. Tis the season. No. <laughs> is it Rob Lee? <laughs> it is not Rob Lee. Your first clue, gentlemen... I set up the Castleford Physiotherapy and Sports Injury Clinic, providing physiotherapy to nearby rugby league teams. Castleford's in uh, Wakefield. A bit of a tip for you there. That's always a blur to me. I'm from <laughs> Portsmouth. I was born in Middlesbrough. I am a qualified solicitor and looking at my mugshot on my law firm's website it's fair to say I've put on some weight in the chops stop Gary Pallister no oh, good one good guess he's, he's, uh, he's Geordie though isn't he is oh that, is he is I'll that because it sounds like Gary Barrister he might, <laughs> 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 he might, he might have from us actually oh. yeah, yeah I think he is it's not him anyway no <laughs> I am a Premier League winner oh stop oh no Brian Robson no no silly guess forgive me well, you know, this one will will it out. Um, I was capped twice by England, once in 1993, then 1997. I scored my club's first Premier League goal. God, this is hard. Yeah. Harder than I thought it would be. Have a think about Again. it. How many, think how, about it. how many teams have won the Premier League? I'm thinking about really hard. Coming. Um, uh, Stop. Stuart Ripley. It's Stuart Ripley, Jim. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> total guess, wasn't it? Yes! Complete guess. Wow, a that Christmas was a swing and hope. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Blackburn. I was thinking yeah, Blackburn. Totally. The remaining uh, clues were, according to the lo- to my uh, law firm's website, I can be reached on 01618368801. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a bit of a that's Give a bit of a, a giver. Uh, I score my club's first Premier League goal. Uh, my son is a goalkeeper for Middlesbrough, and my email address at that firm, at firm is uh, stuart.ripley at brabnerscs.com. So, Jim, uh, that was a massive win yeah, for you. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that's you not could, I think you could hear what that meant to me. Yeah, that, that was naive. That is gigantic. Yeah. Mike Newell would have been another one I'd have gone for. <laughs> or, um, who's the other guy? Henningberg. He's always sort of <laughs> yeah. to do with like Premier League factual stuff. <laughs> wow. Well, well done, Jim. Yeah, that was excellent, Jim. Well done. Let's have an email or two. Thank you for uh, for your email, lady. Dear Football Ramble, mm-hmm. you recently mentioned Arsenal possibly making a move for Lu- 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 Lucas Podolski in since, January. Since dismissed by Arsenal. All right. In addition to his international scoring record, he is well known in Germany for the following gem of a quote. Football is like chess, only without the dice. <laughs> Yours, Jack Corrigal. Nice. Thanks for that, Jack. I suppose Excellent. it still means football is like chess. Yeah, yeah. Just, the last bit's completely superfluous. Yeah, <laughs> without the movement. Yeah. The... Hello, Ramblers. Um, after listening to one of your most recent rambles, you quickly discussed whether or not a country would keep the World Cup if they won it three times. I yeah. thought I'd look into this and was disappointed to find out that, according to Wikipedia, FIFA regulations now sto- uh, state that the trophy, unlike its predecessor, cannot be won outright. It claims that FIFA may retire the trophy after the 2038 World Cup, as that is when the trophy will run out of space for names to be engraved on it. This, of course, could all be bollocks, as Wikipedia <laughs> isn't exactly the most reliable source on the internet, but if it is true, we can all agree it's a great shame as Germany, Argentina, Italy and Brazil would all be fighting to keep the trophy at the next World Cup but obviously FIFA don't like fun that's from Anthony in Manchester uh, United in brackets, presumably just lives in Old Trafford Um, (laughs) thank you for that Anthony, Um, so that's that mystery solved well that's a bit of a shame because I I, I quite like, it's funny I'm ambivalent about it because on one level I quite like the idea of getting a new World Cup trophy see what it would be like, on the other hand FIFA are in charge of it so it might just be a (laughs) big face of set platter yeah be a big bust, (laughs) big big key yeah, big, big key, key with yeah. sun written on it with FIFA on it. <laughs> yeah, they would probably they, FIFA would probably sell, hand that over to like a sponsor, and it would mm. be called oh. as pizzas the Nissan Cup, yeah, or, like or the, the Mastercard World Cup. Yeah. I do like the World Cup trophy. Yeah, I do. I, but sometimes yeah. it's nice to have a change, isn't it? Definitely. But I always imagine if that fix it though. But it's, it, it's <laughs> so iconic, as is the Jules Romain trophy. Trophy would have another iconic one. It's iconic because it looks like a bald man. Sep. Yeah. Well, it looks like the, the um, <laughs> fantasy football league did that thing where they put their hand in custard with oh, yeah, a yeah, melon, yeah. Gra- melon or something, or yeah. grapefruit. They did yeah. look good, though. Yeah. Oh, they did well. Till he kissed it. And now it's time for a profile. Hey. Right, uh, it's uh, Christmas time, so don't be afraid. Uh, we've got one of the greatest players of all time, and we remember him all too well. It's Zinedine Zidane. <laughs> oh. Very few players get clapped in, but this is worth it. Get in. Get it. Oh, you've gone past me and you're already in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're clapping already. Clapping already. So for a moment then, when you introed him, I thought you were going to say Dave Kitson. <laughs> really? No. Uh, he was this born... is my favourite player. Yeah, I, th- Ever, I... I think. Before you get into this, oh. I'm just going to start with Pete for a second. I was... I knew we were going to do Zinedine Zidane. Did you? Yeah, so... Who told you? You did. <laughs> and so, over the weekend, I was watching a lot of Zidane stuff, and... I actually got quite emotional about it. <laughs> I, I was thinking, do you know what? Ronaldo, the off stuff. Ronaldo's the, the greatest striker I've ever seen sort mm. of, of our generation. But, and Messi's got, got a big say in it and will have in the future. But in terms of complete players, mm. Zizou mm. has got to be there. And He's in got terms to be there. of just the joy of watching them. Like yeah. you have it with Messi now. You, you, you tune in to watch him and Zidane is the same. Just... Oh. just Beautiful, a beautiful footballer, and also very quiet and reserved in the old press conference and stuff. And he just yeah. had, 
But yeah, it had a destructive uh, side. It did, it did. We come on to that. Let's get this done before I get all teary. Um, <laughs> he was born on the 23rd of June 1972. Five years after the summer of love. 72. He could still do a job. He's still. He's what is he now? So he's thirty nine. It'd be brilliant. He'd still be. He'd still be absolutely brilliant. I think anyone, anyone go to China that. with an Elka. There's, yeah. <laughs> there's clips on the internet where he's playing five a side against people, and he still plays for like uh, Real's uh, like uh, Masters. Uh, he plays for the Real Madrid veterans. I would not want to play against them. No, <laughs> imagine that. Let's see yeah. if we can set it up though. Yeah, that'd be brilliant. Did you see him uh, recently. He played in. Um, he, he organises charity games with uh, Ronaldo. And, uh, oh yeah, uh, Drogba played as well, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, Hadji was there. Yeah, and uh, you see big fat Ronaldo chugging around the park. But the <laughs> still looks the part. Yeah, of course yeah. he does. <laughs> I remember seeing him even in something like soccer a little while ago. And he was still just an absolute magician. D- doesn't look like a man yeah. who's retired against yeah. Ralph Little. Okay, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Robbie Williams. Ugh. Yeah, oh. wasn't uh, a magician against Paul Lambert, though, was he? No. Come on to that. <laughs> Come on to that. Yeah. <laughs> His parents are Algerian immigrants that moved to France in the fifties, and obviously uh, they had. Zinedine in Marseille years later he couldn't have played for Algeria by the time uh, Algeria kind of cottoned on that he had Algerian parentage because he'd already played for France I think there's a little bit of a myth that the Algerian national team manager back in the day sort of said no no he's not mm. good enough or something yeah. so he was always a France player really mm. either um, way it's a bit of a stinker for Algeria <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. well he was born in France wasn't he so yeah he's you know, played his football I'm pretty football. sure I've seen him or read interviews with him where he said he, you know he's French he, yeah. he feels French anyway so yeah uh, that's it so uh, he um, quite incredibly really this is in 86-87 season Michel Platini retired from football and that was when uh, Zidane was sort of coming into the game with a youth set, youth set up at Cannes so you know one comes in one comes in <laughs> um, he, had, he had played football in the streets of Marseille well in the, the suburb of Marseille where he'd grown up and uh, he was playing for youth teams at Cannes but he would often even back then playing for the youth set up at Cannes he would get frustrated at people kind of kicking him and uh, trying to bully him because he was one of the best players oh he's always had the right temper on him always no well, no. people w- would would try and take him out because he was one of the better players and that would really frustrate him and they recognised this uh, back then the, the academy director at Cannes said that he tried to drum it into Zidane that players will always try any kind of method to, to beat him because mm. he's so good mm. and he said you know you'll get knocks from now until the end of your career that's just how it is for players as gifted as you if you take the law into your own, uh, your own hands you'll spend life uh, on the sidelines watching everyone else play even mm. back then yeah. mm. he did, tried to, to put him off it so uh, it, it, quite an odd one the, for the same reason that um, the, uh, the director said that perhaps maybe you should I, I think this was a bit of a crafty tactic from the uh, director's point of view but he said that Zidane maybe clean the changing room to let off some steam so Zidane was often sort of mopping up after the players when they left and that kind of stuff but he got into the Cam first team and uh, helped them finish fourth in the league which they, was their highest finish um, for years and years and he got a move to Bordeaux in, in the 92-93 season so he's now a bigger club mm. people in France just starting to uh, to get to know him and he was playing mm. alongside the likes of Lisa Razou and, and, and Christophe Dugarry and famously well sorry James no, I was just going. God, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty. Are you going to watch Tour of France at Birmingham now? I was, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that, of course, infamously, while he was at uh, Bordeaux, a few clubs were interested in in, in him. Uh, Premier League powerhouses at the time, Blackburn Rovers, 
they were Ray Harford suggested that maybe the club should look at Zidane and of course what did Jack Walker say famously why do you want Zinedine Zidane when you can have Tim Sherwood yeah. <laughs> or, or Stuart Ripley yeah, yeah. as well <laughs> as well um, yeah so he Bordeaux that was uh, when he first won his first silverware actually which was the Intertoto Cup oh yeah but oh my goodness it would get a lot better oh, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, arguably arguably yeah. he, he was a finalist in the UEFA Cup as well um, and on the way to the UEFA Cup he scored a 40 yard lob away to Real Betis which was like the keeper kicked it out one bounce and down yeah <laughs> over. and just little moments like that you know yeah. people were beginning to notice he scored a lot of absolutely amazing goals mm. the, the, was, actual, the actual the absolute um, smashes were kind of uh, slightly earlier in his career as well I think like later on I mean apart from the volley and the you know, well later on he was just basically to... beating everyone in the penalty area and going on the keeper <laughs> and stopping yeah. him but he was a, a scorer of great goals yeah. you know um, kind of more, more so than a great goal scorer because he didn't mm. score that many really I suppose he was pretty uh, you know, he, had, he had a decent on par for a sort of attacking midfielder but no, yeah, certainly but, not out of the ordinary but yeah, yeah but the, the quality of the goals was just yeah. sublime yeah. every time it seems well, yeah, the, the coach at Bordeaux realised this as well. He said one night amidst the uh, the bustle of the, the dressing room, he started juggling the ball around uh, in the middle of all the chaos, just using his heels. And he said, I've known skill, skillful players before, but Zizou was different. I could have spent the whole night watching him. That's <laughs> 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 just in the changing room. Yeah. Out loud, you know? <laughs> um, juggling the ball with his heels. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where my heel is. <laughs> <laughs> Is it in my eye? <laughs> oh, dear. Let's well, try. <laughs> so Let's when, find Pete's heel. It was when he was at Bordeaux that, that the French realised this is a player mm. we have here. And people were talking about as being the replacement for Michel Platini, the sort of mm. weighted one. Um, so he played for France at Euro 96. And it was a decent team. They reached the semi-finals. And this is when the, the wider audience began to notice Zidane as well, a very important player. Um, and after the tournament, he was signed by Juventus in 96 and it's uh, fair to say he went on to bigger and better things from then on in and I suppose this is the second phase of his career shall we say mm. but I think it's, it's safe to say you know that Zidane he wasn't like a teenage sensation or no. even no. in his early 20s he was he was kind of um, he definitely matured later on yeah exactly yeah. I mean well, he didn't have any hair by the, his, his 30s yeah. so I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't look young at any point no. <laughs> he's no, one of those people right. who's never been young like uh, Bruce Forsyth <laughs> <laughs> Michael Parkinson yeah um, he won his first uh, Serie A at his first attempt with Juventus and they uh, defended the league a year later he was two in the, in the Juventus side that lost two Champions League finals oh that 97 Champions League final yeah Lippi Lippi's Juventus lost to Dortmund 3-1 mm. that that front six of Juve started that game they played a diamond midfield yeah. with uh, Deschamps mm -hmm. at the base you're having that all day <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and Delivio and yeah. Jugovic with Zizou just behind uh, Alan Boxic and Christian Vieri they still lost yeah. <laughs> Del Vieri came on as well yeah he did he came on. and Lambert had him, I know this is, this is Zizou's pro, sort of profile so we don't want to go too much into it but Lambert was excellent marshalled him mm. absolutely marshalled mm. him but clearly he'd just been stuck on him and he was yeah. like just stick to this man but he, found, inch. but he found time to set up a goal for Riedler as well he, he, was, he was excellent that game Paul Lambert you know, but this isn't the Paul Lambert profile is it <laughs> <laughs> no. it isn't um, so yeah uh, back at Juventus he was uh, Everybody knew him now. Mm. He was, uh, you know, a European mm. superstar. Yeah. 
putting in some great performances for Juventus in the Champions League and all. And but a lovely free kick on him as well. Yeah. yeah. No, you don't really think of Zidane as a free kick taker, but he scored some absolute beauts. <coughs> He's always been in teams where they've had a lot of them. Oh, yeah. So. Especially yeah. With, with Real Madrid. Now, it, it was at Juventus, perhaps, I, I'm not too sure what his disciplinary record was like at Bordeaux, but it was at Juventus where we just started to see the, the one flaw in his game, which was his temperament. I'm pretty sure he had sharp elbows at Bordeaux as well. Yeah, well, I'd imagine he would do. I'd yeah. imagine he would do. But uh, he was memorably... Or, you know, infamously sent off against Hamburg in the Champions League for a headbutt. Yeah, and uh, is that the worst? He- probably the most sort of famous headbutt of his career. <laughs> <laughs> but the good thing about that is, some a character like you, Wayne Rooney's, they just they just little sly kicks at the back of somebody's heel. Yeah. Headbutt, you can't really yeah, disguise yeah. that. Bash. Oh yeah, oh. there's no half measures with the man. <laughs> is there any truth in the fact that because he was from? I know he had a stable family life, and his his parents always provided for him, and he had a loving family, and that sort of thing. But he did live in a quite notorious area of Marseille. Oh yeah, so he, so he probably had to be quite tough. I know yeah. it's a bit of a cliche, but it's probably true. He was from the rough streets. Yeah, yeah well, he played a lot of football as well. So this is where he will have been getting kicked about. This is where he's. he's t- will have been sort of kind of forged almost because you know even playing football people would have given him this rough rough treatment they would have been hard kids you know yeah I, I also I also I've always thought that um, you know people get in a fight some people are wrong and they like throwing their fists around and stuff mm. but you've got to be like a but particular Marcus. yeah <laughs> you've got to be a particular type of like loose cannon to just stick your head in there yeah yeah but that's not my first instinct <laughs> yeah to stick my head right in there it's Sort of punch or kick and run away. That's how you know he's tough because he gets his head right in there. <laughs> mm. I like a good head, but used to live in Scotland. There you go. Yeah. You see. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was a bit of a character, old Zenadine. I mean, Marcello Lippi remembers an occasion when managing him at Juventus, saying that he was leaving a restaurant at 11 p.m. This is um, Lippi, and he said he saw Zidane playing football with people from a neighbourhood where he had Algerian friends, and he said, "You know, what are you doing out, out well, they this just time?" Bumped into each other. Yeah. Well, and he said, "What are you doing this out this time of night?" And he said I like playing with my friends I, said, I told him you're right it's wonderful but make sure you don't go to bed too late you know <laughs> <laughs> he was quite um, um, uh, he remembered his roots yeah, yeah. Zidane you yeah. know and if, I mean we'll I mean I, I don't remember mine no, no I tried to lose mine as soon as possible well, so it's yeah. sort of extra yeah, yeah well they kicked you out after well, all yeah. but um, in 98 after the World Cup which we'll, we'll talk about 98 but he did say afterwards one one in the World Cup he said like all children in our neighbourhood we played our own World Cups and uh, I ended up taking part in a real one I will, will always remember that the times me and my neighbourhood friends had our own little World Cup and he said in a way I was representing them oh, yeah, so he feels yeah. a deep connection mm-hmm. with, the, with the people from the neighbourhoods and the, the suburbs mm-hmm. of Marseille and, uh, and what not but let's talk about France 98 which is when he put himself into French folklore in fact mm. World Cup history yeah. books you know that was, lovely pair of 1998 Adidas Predators as well didn't they mm. that great boots <laughs> was he not, I thought he was um, oh, he was Predators He's predators, man. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Because later on in his career, he started wearing the gold predators, didn't he? Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, oh, what a player! I mean, mm. he was r- the real creative force in that side. I mean, they were a fantastic se- team. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Got sent off there as well, didn't they? Well, yeah. they, again, that's where I think some people weren't um, so aware of that sort of destructive side. And against Saudi Arabia, was mm. it in the group stage? Completely needless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. They're, they're winning. They're comfortable, and he stamps on a player. Yeah. How did you, again, it's, it's like Wayne Rooney 2 0 up against Montenegro. Yeah. Yeah. Flashpoints. I think Zizou had 14 red cards throughout his career. Yeah, I think quite a lot. I think that's, <laughs> I think that's one more than Vinnie Jones. Yeah. I think so, yeah. yeah. He, um, or is it equal? Okay. I think, didn't he get a real chance with the French national team when Cantona was banned for, uh, for kicking that fan? 
It's possible. Yeah, I think, some volatile players. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I think he kind of took over from Cantona, but Cantona didn't really feel the boots of Platini. Yeah. Cantona was hugely ostracised for yeah, yeah. his national team anyway. But yeah, the thing about Zidane, speak, it's interesting that you're touching upon his, his ruthless streak and his temper, and his, and he's undoubtedly, I mean, everyone listening to this show is going to know they're going to have seen him play, but he was a very, very hard man, but he's also like a epically graceful player oh yeah. god yeah he, he was almost like an extreme two extremes That's coming right, together yeah. you know this this hard tough never get knocked off the ball but also so light on his feet so graceful mm. and and one thing we mentioned Messi at the top of the profile sort of maybe he'll go on and write his own story um, but Zizou genuinely two footed genuinely yeah, yeah, yeah. you couldn't say that about Messi and you couldn't say that about Maradona either but they're it, both very left footed yeah. Zizou's perfectly balanced and perfectly he, he had that it is all about the balance as well because he had that glide to him where mm. he, it would look like he was just ghosting past but deceptively quick yeah yeah his, his legs were like sine waves because it was like you'd sort of look at a step over from uh, from Zizou and then you'd look at a step over and be like I don't know Cristiano Ronaldo mm. and Cristiano Ronaldo's all about the quick. stabbing of the feet yeah, and the yeah. quick mm. he would just he would just bamboozle players yeah. to, a, to a certain extent he was adroit he was, he was graceful he was like, just graceful's the word isn't like it like a hypnotism yeah, yeah, I, I think so. It just like he, he would just have such great balance. He'd take balls down um, from pace, height, whatever, yeah. and they would be at his feet and in front of him. Yeah. And then he—I wouldn't mm. say he'd be off because he wasn't, you know, he wasn't all about pace. But he was just, oh man! There's, there's that famous, there's that famous bit of control. I think it's for France. Where someone bullets the ball across field, well too high, well too fast, and he just leaps and just, just about gets it on his chest mm. and within like a half a second it's at his feet he's away, he's yeah. away again Honestly, he is like a computer player yeah, you yeah, know yeah. a computer yeah. player the ball comes it's over and just goes yeah. and sticks yeah. to oh, absolutely away. It's, yeah. like, it, it's like he'd catch the ball with his feet in fact I'd like to see his feet to check they're not just another pair of hands <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's a master of the drag back absolutely perfected yeah. the drag back as well oh yeah That's, that, that move is, is permanently associated but, with him. but the, one of the funny things was people often used to say his heading ability wasn't great in the World Cup final two goals yeah. with a head yeah. and yeah. The, one of them was a great header One of them, one of through the legs of Roberto Carlos yeah, remember. that one didn't have any real pace on the cross either. Yeah. He really generated the net muscles. Well, he, he headbutted it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that, that was probably the, the pinnacle of his career. I mean, maybe the, the, a moment we'll come on to at Real Madrid. But the World Cup '98 was 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 his really, mm. as was 2006, which we'll talk about in a brief moment. But that World Cup, I just think that I think a few people didn't quite know him at that point. Well, they, they, yeah, they, they they did for Juventus, but perhaps they. They thought he's not that type. Of, he's, he can't win a World Cup. Well, this is the way. Yeah. This is the way football often goes. You have you have people who love football and they watch different leagues. Don't forget, thirteen years ago in this country, especially, it's a different play. Football's a different mm. play. The internet's not out properly. That's yet. right. That's right. The World Cup is still is to a certain extent, but it used to massively be about you see these players yeah. consistently for the first time. Yeah. You know, even now, a lot of football fans won't see players like Zlatan, for example, unless they play in the Champions League because they won't mm. watch foreign leagues. Yeah. So. This is a perfect example of Zidane coming into the fr- into the fray because France are at home and and they're obviously going to do something in this tournament. And Zidane is the absolute fulcrum of that team, mm. and he, everything that he does, um, everything they do, sorry, revolves around him. And I just wanted to go on to say that you know people also sometimes talk about Zidane as like the perfect number ten. To me, he was a bit more than that. Yeah. He was. He wasn't just a number 10 because you think of a number 10 as, as, as cr- being the creator of Fulcrum, as I mm. said, and the playmaker, but you also think of him as being drifting in and out of games and, and being there when you want, when so you're Dan doing well. Because Dan yeah. would take the game by the scruff of the net. If you weren't yeah, doing yeah. well, he'd be dropping deep and getting the ball, he'd mm. make things happen. You but know? also, he'd, oft- he'd often play on the left side of a diamond. 
He's often on, slightly on the sort of left centre, I suppose. Mm. You know, I think people think of him just behind the, the front too often, but or as a central player. I mean, he was more central that he was obviously not a, a left midfielder. But he would, he would always drift he, inside. Though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so France '98, he was absolutely wonderful. And the match that he missed against Paraguay, France really struggled to beat yeah. Paraguay. And it was a golden. Well, goal they always looked to him. They always. I mean, oh, it, was yeah. just, it was it was a case of from memory. It's a long time ago now, but from memory, a lot of the time it was a case of look, just. Get up, get your head up and look for Zidane give it to him but it's the, it's the sensible way to, to be of course you've got a player like that I think that, that's why it's so unusual that Messi isn't used in a similar way for Argentina mm. at the moment if you've got a player that good he's got to be the, you, your go-to guy you know. and also don't forget they were almost playing like a strikerless formation had Givarch mm. up front who, who was supposed to be a striker but he wasn't <laughs> really yeah I mean he was, not the best he was supposed to be a footballer because by the time 2000 came around they had Henri and Trezeguet and that seemed yeah. like perfectly natural well, back in the night, yeah, it wasn't well, the case. Euro 2000, I, I thought he was as equal, maybe a touch better actually than what he was in France 98. I thought he was magnificent in that tournament, mm. and that was we all knew him then. Mm. He was an established player, mm. and he still stepped up. You know, some sometimes maybe the pressure, none of that, it just continued quite happily. You know, on top of the world where he was, and a great free kick against Spain in the quarterfinal, mm. and uh, and then against Portugal in the semis. It's the, the last couple of minutes of, of extra time. They've got a penalty. Portugal have had three men sent off for protesting. It's all crazy. Yeah. Now a lot of players. That's a lot. A lot of pressure. Some would maybe stick that wide, mm. but not that top. Corner. Was Zen like calm? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, the, the penalty he scored in the final and in 2006 yeah. off the crossbar. Well, Perfect he, chip dinked penalty. He dinked a penalty. Yeah, in, in, the, in the World, in a World Cup, Cup final. final. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for crying out, he's got his last ever game. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's well anyway we've got to talk like. about Real Madrid before that one in 2001 he did join uh, Real Madrid and he was the ultimate uh, Galactico I think we can agree there um, interestingly enough apparently at an awards dinner in Monaco there was, there's a little story that suggests that Florentino Perez he was there uh, wrote on a napkin and passed it to Zidane do you want to play for Real Madrid because he couldn't be seen as tapping him up and mm. all that sort of stuff so I don't know whether that's true but I'd, like to, <laughs> I'd like to believe that Perez would, would even uh, use the napkin to sign a player yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> but he went to Real Madrid and do you reckon they sort of went to you then? Well, I haven't got to pay for him because I got this now. <laughs> yeah, and he's already <laughs> signed it. So um, he was a part of that um, Real Madrid side that included the likes of Roberto Carlos, Raúl, Ronaldo, and then Beckham, Hamden Park, Hamden Park, Champions League final. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Hamden Park. It's, it's by Leverkusen. <laughs> yeah. It's a volley. It's a goal. They've won the they've won the Champions League. The only time he won the Champions League, I always think of him because he played in so many yeah. finals. Mm. He only won the Spanish League once, I think, mm. Madrid as well. Yeah. The, you can tell he's a great player is if you need any more confirmation by the, the key footballing moments you're talking about are finals, finals in major yeah. competitions and they're huge contributions yeah. to them as well that volley yeah. describe the goal Carlos <laughs> sort of does as a kind of desperate sort of cross sort of over the top of his head and then in, in, in the middle and then the ball to be fair he's got a bit of room yeah. he's got a bit yeah. of time he doesn't need that time he's going to take it first the, uh, the ball is the ball touches the cloud yeah. <laughs> I've got a bit of time so I'll probably just volley it with my left foot shoulder high into the top corner his, his foot was higher than his head I'm sure yeah, yeah. That was, that, it was incredible it was like it, Bruce Lee-esque yeah. if Bruce Lee played football that's the yeah. kind of stuff yeah, he yeah. would do yeah. it was just it was like he took his leg off and used it as a big bat. <laughs> Get that in there. Yeah. It's Jeez. absolutely glorious yeah. stuff. 
and 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 they they won uh, the Champions League. Uh, World Cup 2002 was a bit of a write off for France, and mm. Zidane was out for the first two games of the tournament. Uh, Euro 2004, they fed a little bit better, reaching the quarterfinals. My, my favourite bit of skill was from that tournament with a with a, with a hit back heel flick. Yeah, yeah. Went Henri, yeah. Henri shot corner, and he j- managed to judge the bout so incredibly. And we're yeah. talking about him volleying stuff on the back of his heels, which is apparently in the eye, uh, <laughs> and he sort of flicks it with his heel over the top of a defender. He was at the front post, wasn't he? Yeah. Flicks it over the defender that's coming to cover Zizzo, and then Galas fucks it up. <laughs> like a point blank header for Galas, pretty much, yeah. and he messes was it, it up. Was it against Switzerland in the first round? Maybe? I can't remember, but it was just. Be- it was just. Yeah. He scored a penalty against well. England in that and a free kick as well. Yeah. Again, showing and we, the yeah, we Remember, he threw up just before yeah. that penalty. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot I about that, that, yeah. But he later he said that's. A, he did a sick. But he later said that's because he was exhausted, not because he was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about that. It wasn't nerves, right? Yeah, no way. Now, he is Buddha. <laughs> yeah. You can imagine him being sick and then like one of the England players going, What, you're a bit nervous? No, nah, I've already won this. So, <laughs> yeah. Why? I've just had a kebab <laughs> half time. Yeah. Rooney just bending down eating it, thinking it would make him better. <laughs> yeah, probably would. <laughs> probably I'd try it. The image of Wayne Rooney eating that's enough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sick <laughs> off the floor. Anyway, it's not the worst thing he's done. We've, we've, still, got, we've still got World Cup 2006 to yeah. talk about. <laughs> Um, uh, well, we, we, we've got there. Zidane <laughs> said it would be his uh, last hurrah, and, and my goodness, <laughs> um, France didn't start very well in the tournament. They got better as um, as they went on, and Zidane in the quarterfinals against Brazil. I mean, that was one of his best performances for me that I, yeah. I enjoyed. You talked about the step overs earlier. He did. He was like that Brazil classic sort of stamba stuff to them. They <laughs> couldn't touch him. It wasn't only that. It was like the amount of times he would receive the ball almost out of his back to Brazil's goal on around the halfway line with a couple of players around him and it would it would literally be like one or two touches he'd yeah. be away yeah. it's like two or three every stuff. single time yeah. wasn't it and he, was, he, he suddenly found himself behind the defender yeah. like, what the hell lest yeah. we forget this was only what five years ago five yeah. and a half oh, years yeah. ago and he was, he was 34 he won the golden ball that tournament he, was, he? We won yeah. the go- he was the best player in the world still at 34 yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and when he retired he retired best player in the world he yeah. set up the goal for Thierry Henry in that game didn't he yeah. Yeah. and we've spoken about this before it's a really weird stat though you've got to remember as well that Thierry Henry is France's all-time leading scorer Zidane's one of their best ever players that's the only time they ever combined for a goal amazing good time right. to do it yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of his heading you almost scored a header in extra time in the yeah. World Cup yeah. And Buffon well, in the t- that should have been the moment shouldn't it yeah, that should, should have been the, the, <laughs> yeah. the big hurrah but Buffon was do you reckon after that he thought what am I going to do now I know. That's, that's gone wrong. It yeah. needs to be about me somehow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, just a brief mention in the semi-final again uh, against Portugal. They got a penalty. Mm. Well, we we need this scored. Yeah. It's a tight game. Well, yeah. big man, boom. Yeah, it's, it's, his record for France in terms of goal score is not far off one in three. I think yeah. he's got thirty odd in one hundred and ten games, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. He also um, when he scored that penalty in the final against Italy, he became one of only four players alongside Hurst, Vava, and Pele to have scored three goals in World Cup finals. Yeah. Uh, but it's just it's uh, <laughs> a really <laughs> iconic photo isn't oh, it yeah. of after the sort of the matter he's wearing thing. the 10 shirt as yeah well, he's walking think. away from the World Cup just sitting there it's one of the great just, one of the great sporting images though. absolutely yeah. I mean it's just he had a very storied international career which is one of the things that makes Zidane yeah. uh, one of the true yeah. greats yeah. because his his story is up there with his ability yes. you know, and he fulfilled so much of those things and it's got a really dramatic sort of um, kind of timeline to it but um, it w- I remember just being heartbroken by oh, it well, yeah. It just feeling like no, no, I this shouldn't thinking, be happening. Yeah, but I also remember thinking that is fucking punk rock as fuck. It's <laughs> 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 rock not in a way his career. Yeah. Like yeah. It's, one the, it's one of the greatest. It's one of the great iconoclastic moments. Oh, I mean, absolutely. He, 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 how many how many other players if they had done that would be you know that would have tainted their you know but. 
It wasn't. It wasn't. And yeah, Le Monde famously had that. I don't know if it was a headline, but a, a sports story saying, you know, they sided with him, they backed him, and, yeah. and, and if you think about the craziness of that, if you think it's, I know it's stupid to compare England and France in that way, but if you think of a, of a newspaper um, having to run a story about a player effectively costing a team the World Cup mm, and yeah. then siding with that player, it's crazy. Yeah. But he. Um, I, the reason I like that moment in a way is because it, it wasn't doing it to make it all about him it was a purely instinctive thing and he was such a natural footballer you almost can forgive him making such a natural decision to do that because it was off the spur of the moment yeah, but, mm. uh, uh, well on one hand you can't have moments and flashes of brilliant inspiration which win you games and win you tournaments and win you massive trophies it will never be forgotten because of his instant inspiration mm. at the same time not have the other side of the coin with this instant well that's what I'm saying poor decision making off the top of, off the top well, of his head it not incredible in his last instinct, game it's instinct isn't it it's in an instinctive decision in his it? last game which is the World Cup final there's no bigger game in football you see everything about the man yeah. you see the coolness to dink a penalty and the sheer gall and the sheer confidence and, mm. and all that sort of stuff the guile the, the, all the other things that w- we've mentioned and he was and clearly the see, difference maker on the pitch as yeah, well. you could and, feel that it was going to go France's way it felt and that way. you see that that side of him that yeah. since playing for the youth teams in, in and the France, ref didn't see it the ref well, didn't even yeah. see and it well there's con- conspiracy theories that suggest he should have never been sent off because they reckoned that was he the first player to be sent off by a fourth official yeah yeah, yeah. retrospective yeah. I, mean, yeah. I remember seeing it happen and just thinking like like the maths in my head going oh he's got to go yeah he's yeah. got to be sent off well, but what is that kind gutting. of it was, but it was, wasn't a footballing decision to do that was it it was kind of like just someone said yeah, we can't have that you know. we can't have that we can't have that in a world cup final we'll yeah. be made a mockery he's oh yeah got to go. no he had to go I, I don't i don't i don't deny that i, I think in a way you, i know what you're saying about the retrospective thing and the video or the fourth official because the fourth official undoubtedly got the attention of the referee mm. you you still have to be sent off you, you can't do that of course. You, you can't you can't smash your head into someone's solar plexus mm, whatever they've said about you uh, mum yeah even if it is matrix do you think it would have hurt that one? Oh, come oh, on Come on! Why is there a head? Look at the way Matarazzi went down. Yeah. Oh yeah. Although he did go down. He did go down like wrestlers go down. Yeah. You know? yeah. You know, <laughs> top heavy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm nah, spreading my back to ease the pressure. Like I've done this many <laughs> times before. It was an absolute beauty, wasn't it? Oh, oh it was. Yeah. <laughs> Not De Jong. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. So uh, since retiring, he's um, as you say, Pete's playing for Real Madrid veterans team, which I pay to see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Organises charity matches with Ronaldo and. Uh, a UN uh, ambassador as well Goodwill ambassador Raising a lot of awareness Of poverty he Does a lot of charity work Yeah he does And usually he, It's always organising Football matches it seems And yeah. playing in football matches And touring like Canada And yeah. stuff for, for, for cancer Oh yeah he goes uh, all over the place You know yeah. some, some, Doing some wonderful My, my, my friend who's a, f- a football journalist Based out in the Middle East um, Once interviewed him At a press conference To Dan yeah. And he said that um, Yeah I, was, I was asked him A couple of questions Seemed really moody And initially I was a bit Annoyed with him Then I thought Well why does he want To speak to me why would someone like him want to speak to someone like me? <laughs> so I sort of forgave him. Yeah. <laughs> ran, that's big of him. Yeah. Around the last World Cup, it was um, there was that big. Uh, I can't remember which company it was. I think it might be Givenchy or something. They did that uh, that photo shoot with Maradona, Pele, and, and Zidane. Oh, Zidane. Yeah. No, it wasn't Givenchy. It was um, uh, Louis Vuitton. All oh, right. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, that's right. The great, see, uh, great footage of Zidane and Pele playing table football. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely marvelous. Um, we must say as well that he's only one of two men, along with Ronaldo, to have been crowned World Player of the Year three times. Mm, that's and something. he was given the award for the best player in the Champions League's kind of brief history, I suppose, or twenty year or so history, and voted the UEFA uh, best European player in the last fifty years. Mm, really um, we'll end with a quote from the, the great uh, Marcello Lippi, who coached Zidane. 
uh, Juventus. He says, I think Zidane is the greatest talent we've known in football for definitely the last 20 years at least. He, and yet he never played the prima donna. I am honoured to have been his manager. Come in. That is the end of one of the most enjoyable profiles. Absolutely. Don't forget, he's also um, the star, uh, main protagonist of uh, Zidane, the 21st Century Portrait, which is Mm. a film um, very artistically sort of art. Oh, yeah. Set up lots of different cameras, didn't they? Yeah. Four or five of them, something like that. 17. Yeah, just just filming. Four or five's not many at all. (laughs) Throughout a game, it's. And for Real Madrid. Yeah, soundtrack by Mogwai as well. Mm. Yeah, it's worth checking out. It's all like real time, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, It just follows Zidane. It's called Zidane, a 21st Century Portrait. Player cam should always be like that yeah <laughs> right ladies and gentlemen that is the end of the football ramble for this year uh, if you'd like to get in touch with us please email show at thefootballramble.com and remember the website will be as busy as ever thefootballramble.com on our internet this week there's Dermot Corrigan on Atletico and Valencia making plans to build new stadiums and actually compete uh, there's Kieran Pender on Australia's hunt to replace keeperoo Mark Schwarzer and uh, <laughs> he's got oh, their soccerers he's a keeperoo yeah. uh, and Eric Beard on the Canadian but also sort of a bit French Montreal Impact who are the newest team in the MLS and there's also pick live previews a hall of fame and of course the forum so run over there now Indeed uh, That's it We'd like to say Merry Christmas Luke what, what else would you like I just to want to say Thanks to everyone For all your support Throughout 2011 yeah. It's very kind of you It's great to have So many listeners And we'll hopefully Do more for you next year Bring on the Euros yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're not here uh, next week. We've, uh, we're going to take Boxing Day off. I'm going to give yeah. my parents a, fa- a football ramble. Yeah. <laughs> just, just in the living room, just fire football Shouting stuff. Shouting yeah, over yeah. them. We'll do a conference call. We'll do one for our families. But yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. You guys get a week off. Either way, it won't be released. You won't do it. <laughs> and we'll be back the first Wednesday of the new year, which I think is the third or the fourth. Something like that. Anyway, say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye and Merry Christmas. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye and a Merry Christmas. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye and Merry Christmas. And from me too. It's Christmas! Forward to Sermon, touches on to Crofts, in the penalty, it gets to Will Bram, can't get there! Holt can! And Norwich City have done it again! Grant Holt scores for Norwich City, deep into stoppage time! They've done it almost for the last kick of the game again! It's Norwich 2, Reading 1, and it's incredible! They do it yet again at Carroll Road! It's Same old Java. <laughs> Always a brand bit. new software. <laughs> Java off the pitch. Java, Java off the pitch. New the Java rolling. New Java rolling. <laughs> Graphics card update. Let's do More stable job. security update on your antivirus. There's only Super one. Usage is high. Norton antivirus. One. <laughs> <laughs> Norton antivirus. <laughs> Coming along. Fucking up your shit. Walking here in the North of Wonderland. There's only one. Make some paintbrush. Don't take it if you haven't got one ready because it slows it down. Whoa. No, I'm not doing it for that. <laughs> Start accessories. <laughs> Wordpad. Notepad. Out of push. <laughs> There's only one. DOS. <laughs> Start. Run. Challenge. Start run Explorer That's if Explorer crashes Start run CD backslash uh, <laughs> CD space backslash Will get you back to the root of the directory And if you want to just go down one step CD dot dot Walking along <laughs> Singing a song Walking in a DOS prompt wonderland 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.